Welcome to episode 37 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Seb is not with us today. We'll be back next week, uh, hopefully for our Gaussian splatting battle and uh, to see who will be the winner of it. And uh, so uh, not, this, not this week, but next week, uh, hopefully. Uh, so, good morning, good evening, Fabien, and uh, if you want to start, please. Hello, hello, yeah. Okay, so um, this week uh, we will talk about a new device that was released uh, a few days ago. Uh, well, it was announced a few days ago, uh, and the orders uh, will start pretty soon. It's the human uh, AI pin, uh, how they call it. So it's a, a very small device that uh, you can pin on your clothes and uh, the the vocation is for it to be uh, always on kind of uh, like a smart a replacement for the smartphone uh, but that will be always on and always kind of like listening to um, uh, your voice commands and that you can touch to uh, do some actions and um, uh, quite actually a lot of things. So um, uh, to be honest, I'm a bit uh, skeptic, yeah, uh, about everything that was, that is announced as the feature. So there is a, a projector in, in it so that can project um, information on the hand. And uh, there is also a depth camera on it so that can uh, analyze the hand gesture uh, so pinch and roll and this kind of stuff. Um, let's go on. So there is a touch screen on the device itself as well. So, you know, swipe, touch, and so on. Um, the, as the title of the device uh, says, it's an AI-driven uh, device. So you can talk to it, you can ask, for um, instructions about uh, your schedule or your music or your messages. Uh, you can ask it to uh, prepare a playlist for you or to summarize the meetings that you will have that day, for example. Um, so uh, hopefully uh, it works as well as uh, advertised. Um, Okay, so this is what I've just talked about that you can see here. So uh, you can see the, the results uh, in the in the projection that is made in the hand. Um, uh, they, so obviously they know that one of the main concerns that people will have when seeing this kind of device is privacy. So uh, uh, a good, good part of their website and their um, communication is actually about privacy. Um, so they explain that you can choose who can reach out to you. Um, oh, by the way, I didn't mention it, but there is a, a cellular connection in a device. So it's, uh, it's really like a small smartphone. Um, so yeah, this is like the 
similar to the priority um, feature that uh, they are on smartphone. Uh, this I mentioned about to summarize something with AI. So it seemed like uh, we had like hello uh, Siri on iOS. Here it's a catch me up for for human. Um, okay, playlist I mentioned about. Let's see. There is something else. Um, so the the camera also seems to include uh, image recognition. So you can ask for sh show something to the camera and ask information about it. So here they give an example about uh, this, this fruit. You can ask him what's the nutrition, how much sugar is there in it. <clears throat> so again, the it seems to be amazing. I'm really curious to uh, to see the first reviews to know if it actually works uh, as uh, good as advertised. Uh, you can write messages, obviously. Uh, translate, translation. And a picture as well, because there is a camera. Um, so yeah, here is uh, a very um, uh, so a new type of device, kind of an always-on uh, AI assistant mm -hmm. slash smartphone that is uh, always connected. Um, Again, I'm really curious to know a few things. So first, if the AI works as good as advertised, then if the battery can hold a charge for like a complete a full day, um, because on, uh, on so many features, um, like camera, microphone, uh, processing, uh, that's a lot to, to be able to rendering uh, a day and it's actually a small form factor so uh, yeah that's uh, the two main um, things that I, I will look at for the first reviews and also you know like the adoption like right? uh, is the public uh, really ready for this kind of uh, device or will it be like a slow adoption um, that we will see over the years um, that's that would be interesting to to look at. And uh, just for history, um, let me share something else. So this is back in uh, twenty fourteen, if I'm correct. Twenty oh nine. Twenty nine. Sorry. Yeah. Let's uh, have a look at this. So um, this is a very similar, I will uh, skip ahead. So a, a very similar intention in the technology. So you will have like uh, uh, using the hands and uh, uh, a projector that will be held on uh, your body. And you, you could, you know, type. Um, type things with uh, thing, uh, hand recognition, 
so a full complete interaction, uh, exactly the same kind of uh, <laughs> uh, feature where you can learn about the product. Um, so yeah, it's it's very interesting to see that uh, uh, a long time ago, this kind of uh, user experience was uh, already thought about. Uh, but yeah, it's finally coming up. And um, just to uh, to end on this um, about the pricing. So it starts at uh, $700 and uh, because there is a cell phone uh, feature. So I think it's 24 uh, USD per month or something um, for the uh, monthly subscription. Um, yeah, so that's it. A very interesting, small new device, and I'm very curious to uh, hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, you're, you're right. A lot of questions. I have uh, questions too about this. But first of all, I'm uh, just to answer your question about the adoption. Uh, I have a colleague that uh, is actually using ChatGPT with his smartphone in his front pocket. And uh, most of the day he's talking to himself. Uh, and in fact, he is using some uh, speech to text uh, and uh, text to speech in his uh, headphones so that he can have a complete conversation with ChatGPT along the day. So when he found out this, uh, this announcement, he was crazy because he, he absolutely answered to his need right now of having this AI assistant, uh, this is daily. Uh, AI assistant. So very funny to see that uh, up there in the world, some people are waiting for these kind of devices. So uh, yeah, they are, they are clearly answering uh, uh, some requests here. I'm not sure it's a majority of people uh, because uh, to be honest, uh, I guess it's just one third of the global population that knows about AI and less than 10% that can uh, access it uh, freely or without any uh, too, too much trouble. So it's very it's a very small niche uh, actually for for this kind of user, uh, which I guess uh, explain the price as, as as well of the of the device. But this is uh, the first uh, the first the first thing I would like to to bring to the table. Then um, when we are talking about projection, we know that it's a very tricky. Uh, also, uh, it's a great technology, but it's also very tricky to to make it work, especially in broad daylight. Uh, we expect this kind of device to work uh, outside, so I don't know what kind of projectors they would like they they are intending to to to, to use, uh, because when you are projecting in the light, you have to you you need a very strong projection power. Uh, if you if you want to be able to see something, especially if you are project if your projection is in 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 your hand, for interface interface purposes, so I'm a bit skeptic about this because we already we've seen uh, those kind of announcement of uh, very high tech uh, devices like uh, watches and necklaces that were uh, supposedly able to project. Uh, in daylight, but none of these devices never, uh, uh, never been has never been released. Uh, 
because mostly were just scams and sometimes the people just couldn't figure out uh, the, the technology to do so. But I guess they should be using some laser projector, but the form factor seems to be very small for them to do so. So not quite sure how those technology can align and uh, propose this kind of um, feature. So very, very big question mark on this. And then uh, what I found, I find uh, quite unfortunate is that uh, this uh, provider, this manufacturer is uh, trying to sell the hardware and the AI software as well, because we know that uh, when a company is trying to do both, uh, it's never end very well for them especially when you have like big giant tech like uh, OpenAI in front of you with a very um, complete uh, and powerful uh, AI in front of them. And usually when a small company, I, I don't know what the what size is this uh, company, but uh, we know that right now when people are used to, to use uh, chat GPT and they are switching to another AI which is not as evolved as the chat GPT for example we can see this with uh, Bard for example or uh, the AI from uh, from Facebook as well people are immediately uh, finding out that it's not powerful enough and they can't do what they were supposed to do what they they, they were used to with the uh, open AI and they just simply lose interest so if they are providing the AI with this, uh, it should be very, very uh, complete. So I see that on your website. So maybe they have they have par partnership, apparently, uh, which would be the the, the best uh, way of doing this, I guess, with OpenAI. So if you can plug in your uh, ChatGPT subscription and get the uh, the AI from there, I guess this is, is the, the best. So maybe the, you've just answered my question. And finally, uh, you've projected, you, you've you've shown us that uh, at some point somebody already uh, developed a product that look very looks like this concept, uh, with a projector and necklace and the, the ability to, to track and take pictures and so on. So my question is, maybe there is a patent on this at some point. So uh, maybe we'll see a, a patent uh, war on this to, to know if uh, uh, they, they, they infringe it or not. So very, very interesting to, to follow this uh, piece of hardware uh, to see what it's, what it will be uh, what we, it will become in the, in the upcoming months. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very interesting uh, new new device. Um, something that I didn't mention. Uh, I'm sure that it shows through their website. It's very Apple-like in mm -hmm. the design, um, and I, it's actually founded by two ex-Apple um, employees. So. Makes sense. Um, yeah. One, uh, the one, the the founder uh, seems to have worked on the, the design of the iPod, iPod, iPhone, iPad. So, um, so yeah, it, it looks very uh, 
it, it could have been done by Apple. And actually, maybe someday uh, Apple will, uh, I don't know, release their uh, iPin. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so well, yeah, actually, for, for, from what we've discussed, I guess this kind of AI assistant would be integrated in the Apple Vision Pro. I guess this was mm -hmm. their intent. But yeah, yeah maybe they, they'll have a, a smaller version. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, very interested. I think uh, so. It go, it goes live in uh, uh, in, a, in a couple of days. So um, I don't know when the orders will be uh, shipped. Um, but um, uh, really um, curious to see what uh, it looks like and how uh, people actually can use it. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's it, I think. Okay. Nice. So here we are. So for my part, uh, again, I guess we, we could talk about some tech comeback. But uh, the Apple just announced that you would be able to record 3D spatial video to watch in Apple Vision Pro. So they are. Uh, continuing to to uh, create uh, new tools for you to have this kind of, uh, I will call it the volumetric uh, world when everything should be in 3D. So they, we've, we've talked about their capability to 3D scans and create 3D assets for you to import uh, uh, everywhere. And within this kind of rendering, when they announced the Apple Vision Pro, where you could um, re relieve, maybe uh, this is a good uh, good word, but to to watch your 3D memories that you've taken with the the Apple Vision Pro, and at that time people were kind of a bit shocked because they they were seeing somebody wearing an ad um, yeah wearing a headset at a birthday party and. Uh, a lot of people found it uh, kind of weird because, yeah, you, you know, why why would we why would you wear this kind of device when you're with your family and um, and getting you're not in the moment? But we know that uh, people are associating uh, VR headsets headsets uh, with VR headsets, and this one is different because you are seeing the real world through the, the, the through the cameras. But yeah, so this use case with the headset on uh, recording uh, 3D memories is not maybe the best one, but by providing this new update, uh, this new capability for your phones to do so, maybe it will ease the transition between what we, we are used to do and uh, what will be the, the future with, uh, with us uh, wearing this headset on a daily uh, on a daily basis. So very interesting to see that this is a full uh, comeback of a 3D stereoscopic. And uh, just uh, as, as, as you did, <laughs> I have some old memories to show, uh, to show you. Uh, and this is the kind of phone that we, that could, we could buy, we could buy in 2011. Uh, so there were uh, LG, HTC, uh, Nokia as well, 
and a lot of uh, big manufacturers, cell phone manufacturers that were uh, providing these 3D phones. Uh, so you were able to to uh, capture and to use 3D content on your phones. And uh, obviously it didn't work out uh, as well as the 3D uh, content on TV because uh, yeah, the rendering was not as good and um, maybe people were not ready yet, but we can see that, uh, yeah, Apple just announced a 10 year plus uh, technology and uh, there is nothing new here. It's just that maybe the timing was wrong. Um, quite the same with VR and, uh, and a lot of innovation, innovative technology. Uh, the timing is the key. And uh, so we, maybe you can uh, take your 3D Blu-ray and 3D glasses and projectors uh, back because uh, there will be new content and new way of uh, uh, visualizing uh, this. So very interesting. Uh, and just I had just a, one concern is about uh, if you can see the... Uh, here, if we come back to the iPhone um, special video captors, I don't know if this is the, the real captors that they will be using, but I find the, the distance between the two captors very, very small uh, because we know that when you are capturing in 3D, in stereoscopic, you would like to have more, um, likely the separation uh, uh, between your eyes, so basically it's uh, six uh, six point five centimeters uh, at best. We know that uh, the previous phones uh, were not using this, but the, the the distance between the lenses were bigger than it is right now on the iPhone. So I don't know how they can do this and what the quality of their three D rendering is. Uh, I guess there is a a lot of software correction and modification to do so but at some point you can't create volume that much uh, so very intrigued to see how it, it will be working and uh, what kind of result we can have and if the 3d is very is real meaning that you have this um, uh, this, this this required distance between your captors to to see a, a real good 3d stereoscopic rendering So what about you? What what's your what are your thoughts about this? Um, yeah. So let's see. Um, in in no specific order, um, the first uh, comment that I have is: it seems like the video uh, codec or format that they are using uh, was is actually published by Apple. Uh, mm -hmm. So that would mean, in in theory, that uh, the the video, uh, the file, could be played on other devices than the Apple Vision Pro. So, I mean, that's good uh, mm -hmm. because, like, having a, a an iPhone plus the Apple Vision Pro, that's kind of costly setup to just watch a a three D video. Um, and then the other. Um, comment that I have about uh, actually what you just mentioned. I wonder if in all the videos that I've seen of like the special 3D videos uh, playing in the 
Apple Vision Pro Simulator or the marketing uh, videos from Apple, the, the movements are very small. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like it's a, it's like just a small floatment, floating movement. And I wonder if, yeah, because the distance between the two lenses is so small, uh, if you start going really to the sides or really out of the position that was captured, kind of gets uh, distortions or uh, loss of quality. Um, and uh, yeah, and finally, uh, as you mentioned, timing, uh, timing, uh, the who is doing it, Apple is always like being very good at pushing new uh, technologies and how the consumers are ready or not for that. Um, that's that's a lot of things to uh, to consider. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, interesting. Yeah, I, I was just sharing this as well, which was to my knowledge the best device to do 3d rendering and 3d capture with it was a project tango for by uh by google so and you can see the distance between the captors is uh way higher than it is uh, on on the phone so yeah we'll see what, what they the, they will be doing with this um and uh very interesting to see that all this old spatial computing theme is already uh, is all built by Apple right now, and uh, they are adding new feature from uh, months to months, and uh, we'll see what they, they'll be doing with this. Just uh, as a final, uh, just topic, uh, there were a social VR survey that had been done uh, about the the habits of uh, VR user, and I found it quite interesting. There are three main uh, themes about this. The first one is, is about romance. And uh, apparently 41% of, of the person that answered this survey, they found love in VR. So uh, it, it seems that apparently all the, the physical part of a relationship is not that important for this kind of user and they are simply have this uh, virtual distant relationship but they are expressing those feeling uh, those love loving feelings so very interesting to see that uh, you can fall in love in vr and uh, uh, and that uh, it, it's it's may it's nearly half the, the users that have done that. So I guess the survey was done, uh, was answered mainly by people that are using like VR chat right now because I, I can't see any other platform where you could do this kind of meeting and relationship. So we maybe could sum up that maybe half of the VR chat user can fall in love. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, a shortcut or short, uh, also. So very interesting to see that. Uh, uh, the second point is about economy and um, all VR users are paying for their content. So there is some um, uh, something there. 
and about uh, 20% of them is uh, spending more than $700 uh, every year, each year. So uh, there also there is a, there is a market, uh, obviously. Uh, and finally, uh, about the community, the three most popular types of uh, community were fashion, music, and a casual drinking party. So basically VR chat, Roblox, and so on. And we've seen that the Fashion Week uh, did very good this year. So apparently it's a, uh, yeah, it's a community that uh, for my part, I, I didn't think about uh, as one of the biggest ones, but apparently it's something uh, that is going on here uh, right now on, uh, on the, uh, in the VR world. So what are your thoughts about this, Fabio? Um, it's, it's a very, very interesting survey. Um, for the fashion, yeah, I think it, uh, well, in a hindsight bias, it kind of makes sense. Like the fashion went into the hype of NFTs and Web3 and then uh, kind of grew uh, on the Roblox and uh, Decentraland and other platforms. And it makes sense because there are a lot of avatars and uh, the the generation that is using these platforms, they want to express themselves. And the best way to do it is through the fashion on uh, the avatar. So um, it, it was not easy to predict, but looking back at it uh, right now, it, it, it makes sense. Um, and about finding love on uh, VR chat, or yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's very interesting. It's a good story. Uh, there there was a film that was recording recorded fully in VR chat that was called uh, I We Met in VR or something like that. Uh, that told the story of uh, yeah two real people um, meeting in uh, in VR chat and finding love. Um, so yeah, I think uh, that's uh, a note of uh, optimism and positivity. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, I don't know. We, they don't say if the relationships are lasting. And uh, yeah. <laughs> but, exactly, uh, so they just found love. <laughs> I don't know if it, if it lasts or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, the the point that you mentioned about economy is also very important like the the users that are there have the financial i mean they are investing the financial uh, means for for this entertainment so yeah, yeah it, it really recalls me about the discussion we had about this new way of consuming where well every, every, basically everything is free but you can pay for what you like and uh, especially in VR chat uh, with Patreon on all this, uh, uh, this sharing platform where you can uh, give money willingly, but it's a new way of of, uh, of consuming your your uh, entertainment. So very very interesting that uh, it works at some point. So uh, maybe we'll have to to reconsider this as a global new way of uh, of doing business. Uh, so very very interesting to see that as well. Yeah, but we we already knew that the the right now the VR community is very um, uh, willing to buy uh, IN products if it 
uh, meet their their needs. So mm. once again, maybe the the for, for the, the actual community, I mean, uh, willing to to have the cheapest uh, VR headsets or AR headsets is not uh, the best way of doing so. And maybe Apple one once again are not that far from from a, mm. a current reality and. I'm not sure that the the $3,500 ish for the Apple Vision Pro is the right price. Right price, but when they will be releasing it uh, between the $1,500 and $2,500 price tag, I guess yeah, they will be just uh, making a uh, having a huge success because this is at this price tag, uh, the the big majority of the, the VR community is, uh, is ready to, to, to buy this kind of device. Hmm. Yeah. Because and, we, uh, we are seeing people buying the Oculus Pro uh, for, because they, they, there was the, the eye tracking in it and uh, the price tag were uh, like, yeah, around this like 1500. Uh, so uh, we can see they are, they, they are uh, uh, clients for this kind of, uh, of devices, eye pricing devices. Hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And speaking of the next Apple device, they there are rumors right now that uh, say it's uh, Project Alaska, I think, if I'm correct, and that would be released uh, in 2026, early 2026, uh, maybe end of 2025. So still far away. Uh, mm -hmm. Other companies have time to uh, to adjust. Uh, to, to adjust. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So anything more to add? Uh, no, I think that's it, yeah. Okay, so it's a wrap-up for today. So next week, uh, Seth will be back and uh, maybe the caution battle will be on. So keep you keep you posted and 